Previously on Rock's Fall, Everyone Dies. You see Vincenza loping toward you holding a large crab by the claws. Ziogar, look it! She spins around with the crab. The morning sun dances across the pattern on the back of her shell. Crossfade in on the shell into the same shell now fashioned into a shield at the side of this burned half-elven figure at the back of the chiseled jaw. So now that we're back at the chiseled jaw, let's enjoy some drinks. You wanted to go to a party, right? Yes. Well, I think that we should go get a room and put all our stuff in. As they're talking, Greg just throws everything to the ground. Greg is going to go to grab the guy and push him up against the wall. Where did you get that? Where did you get that? Your hand has been moved out of the way and you've been pushed back. Fun this is. We all see this is happening, right? Yeah, everyone's seeing this. Do I know this elf? You know him by reputation. He's a pirate. The name escapes you. Danton! He shouts it as though like they're very familiar, even though they're not. He's just going to single leap the distance. I'm pulling out my hammer. You're not welcome in this bar. I'm going to grab the closest drink, and I'm going to light it on fire, and I'm going to throw it on his clothes. It shatters against the wall. We're just going to hope the bar doesn't catch on fire. Fist fight, I thought this was. He places the arm inside the carapace, and now his hand is essentially gauntleted in this turtle shell. So he saw a pirate in his bar, and now his bar's on fire while he's fighting this pirate. Yes. Obviously, by the associative property, the fire must be the pirate's fault. Clearly. In that case, I will be dumping a level one smite. Greg, what triggered this? He's got Vinny's shell. Is Bambi the only one who cares why this is happening? Pretty much. Damn it. <laughs> and he's going to head for the exit, and he's going to turn around. Dinozo I am! Who you are? Don't know! Don't care! Outside take this! Dual Island! Four bears! Not at us! I will take two shots at him with Eldritch Blast. The Eldritch Blast then around the shield, and then he just keeps moving in the opposite direction. Look at him run with his tail between his legs. Dual Island? I'll kill him there. LeFou, put out this fire. I get it. You have a history with this guy. We're all gonna back you up, but please, could you tell me why? This is a good place to fade in to the second half of the flashback. Theogar, tell us another story about Oma. And the Beach Boys! I wish you had known Oma. He invented Turtle Rock. He got to play concerts all over the world. And you know what? Me and your dad, we did that too. And uh, a pang hits him when he's talking about this. Because he realizes as he's talking to his nieces and nephews, who he loves dearly, that that will never happen again for him. Because his brother will die soon. A familiar voice calls out to you from the tree line, and you turn and look. It's Donnie. Oh, Donnie! He's like looking around at the kids, second guessing what he's about to say. I could use um, sort of a quality test. I see what you mean. All right, kids, why don't you clean up? Your uncle's guard needs to do something quickly. You kind of groggily come to. You are nowhere near the campsite where you were getting high with Donnie. That was a hell of a ride. He's going to have this very slow realization that he has left his nieces and nephews the whole night on the beach by themselves. Your brother Grok and his mate Lim are weeping near the glowing embers of the cauldron. The hatchlings are nowhere to be seen. Dual Island is essentially a man-made breaker island to the south. This is the area where the law enforcement turns a blind eye to certain activities. This is where the lovers go to meet, where no one will find them, or this is where the hero and the villain go to 
to duel to the death for the honor of so and so. Yeah. So they need to go to Jersey. <laughs> Everything is legal in New Jersey. <laughs> yes, it is very Hamilton. Bambi's gonna look up at Martello. Could you tell me where Duel Allen is? Martello, can you do me a favor and make a perception check? Nat 20. She's got really bad breath. Also, when she's like blinking and making puppy dog eyes at you, they're kind of oddly milky and desiccated looking. Would Martello understand what that means or would he have to roll to... So that would be more of a religion check. Nine. It couldn't possibly be what you think it could be. Remember, it's important to hydrate. Martello has not yet used his divine senses to blow your cover, so I guess you have that going for you. It's more or less 1am. You guys have a few hours to prepare. Of course this is a trap, but a trap's not a trap if you know it's a trap. It's an opportunity. Oh, I go to check the bag on the ground. All of the round bottom flasks are in pieces. One of the vials of arsenic is broken and scattered throughout the contents of the crate. Bambi's gonna look at Banked. Are you coming with us or are you continuing the shopping? That might be a good idea. And in the meantime, if you guys want to go take a look for some... Oh, of course. Sanjana and I have covered. Don't you worry. I'm gonna put my hand on Greg's shoulder. Do you want to go shopping and stuff to take your mind off of things? I need to find them. You do your thing. I will be there to help. I appreciate that, buddy. Banked awkwardly walks away, snapping at Martello to come with him. Excuse me. My new friend wants me to join him. I knew I'd win him over. Hey, Martello, look over there. Huh? And I am going to reach inside of my body and take out all of the gold coins that are swimming in my juices. I need a sleight of hand check. I got a natural one! <laughs> Martello, I need an intelligence check. What? That sure is the strangest pocket you've ever seen. I found this on the side of the road. It's actually a magic item, and I can turn it into whatever type of fabric that I want to. You want to see? Yeah. Deception check. Sure, sure. <laughs> Natural <laughs> one. <laughs> this story just isn't adding up. Something's really wrong here. No. I'm going to roll another intelligence check to see if he would use his vision. I'm going to say 11 and up, so I would have to roll a 12 or higher. He rolled an 8. I'll let him keep his secrets for now. <laughs> Friends respect boundaries. So let me just zoom out from this conversation. Everyone in the bar is just staring at Banked, fishing around in his abdomen <laughs> for coins. What's great about the fact that Martello's like Gaston is the fact that if Martello doesn't react, no one else will. And that's where we'll be picking up. <laughs> Welcome back to Rock's Fall, Everyone Dies. I'm Scott, he, him, and I'm the DM. Hi, I'm Tommy, he, him pronouns, and I play Lieutenant Banked Marceau. Hi, I'm DeSombra, she, her pronouns, and I play Greg. Hi, I'm Lena, she, her, and I play Sanjana. Hi, I'm Jin, they, them, and I play Bambi. And guest starring Juan, he, him, as Martello Limo Ramiro Ursino Agosto Tursi. Because we just had a big scene between Martello and Banked, let's go with the Bambi Greg Sanjana angle right now. Let's see what you guys are doing. Greg, we've got a third for the first time in forever. What's the plan? Uh, Bambi's angels. No. Uh, Khaled's... No. No. None of it works. Screw it. What are you doing? The Greg gang? Fruit salad. <laughs> Fruit salad. I mean... God. The mushroom menagerie. 
Bambi, Greg, Sanjana, what's the plan? We need to find who will know where the pirates hang out. What bars are they in? Anything near a dock? What docks are they at? The seedy side. In 3.5, there was a skill called gather information. In 5e, I believe it is just an investigation check over the course of however long. I'm just trying to figure out what the DC is going to be. Are you splitting up? Are you staying together? What's going on? We should probably stay together. Oh, yeah, we'll stay. We're going to keep an eye on Greg. Okay. Yeah, he might start lighting buildings on fire again. Again. So who's doing the investigation check then? Who has the highest investigation? I have a plus two bonus. I have plus four. I have a plus six. Oh! Greg gets it! Wait, no, just kidding. Investigation, I only have a plus three. Okay, so Sanja has to do it. All right. I'm actually going to cast Guidance to this investigation check. I rolled 18 plus four. And then plus three, so that's a 25. Nice. Okay, so with a 25, it doesn't take you long. A lot of people have heard of this guy. They know that there's never, ever been enough evidence to actually arrest him. It's sort of one of those like open secret type deals where everyone knows that he's a pirate. Everyone knows he's into some shady stuff, but no one can prove it. So he walks around town openly and he doesn't have to take guff from anybody. So you know that there are maybe four or five different places that he is generally known to frequent. The chiseled jaw was not one of them. It was weird that he was here. Take that as you want. In terms of other places that he might be, typically he is either at the docks, at his ship, with some merchants in town, in the night market district, or he is at a seaside bar. That's usually the first place he stops in after he disembarks. The bar is the week-old tuna. <laughs> Lovely. The bar's called the what? The week-old tuna. Wonderful. Too much tuna. <laughs> I did not think anyone would get that. Oh, hello. <laughs> well, hello. This is the original Stoop from the Cosby Show. <laughs> Notice the racially diverse family pictures. Do we know what his ship looks like or what the flags they use? So with a 25, he flies under the flag of Flower Harbor, and the ship name is the Tenacity. Tenacity. So we need to find someone else who's on the Tenacity. We have to find someone in his crew. I think we should head down to the harbor. Or the bar. What do you guys think? Bar first, because if we go to his ship and he's there, he's got everybody there. We'll be outnumbered, and he'll be ready for us. So let's go to the bar first, see if we can gather any more intel and find somebody. What do you think, Bright Eyes? We could do that. Without Martello present, you do have to pay for your gondola services, so it's going to cost you a copper per person. So just mark that off of your sheets. The gondolier is more than happy to take you to the harbor district and let you off at one of the piers that leads to, surprisingly, the mainland. Because the harbor is not built on one of the little islands. It's built on the actual coastline. But there is a, a man-made barrier reef that extends out and the waters are calm and placid. It does take you a little bit of time to find the weak old tuna. It is not a well-known place. It is definitely one of those hole-in-the-wall, you got to be a regular to sort of know where it is type places. And there's one of those saloon doors, but one of the saloon doors is actually like broken off. So it's just one hinged door. Pushing through, 
it is a much different scene from the chiseled jaw. The chiseled jaw was well lit. There were antlers adorning the walls, fancy carpeting. There were gregarious, laughing, happy people and singing. This is completely different. This is a sad, quiet bar. No one's speaking. No one's really looking up from their cups. The bartender is a leather-skinned, wind-burned, old halfling standing behind the bar, really weathered, like he's been on the sea for his entire life and has finally settled down and bought a bar. And this is the retirement I get. When you walk into the room, brightly colored and festooned as you are, although I guess Bambi wears all black and- Greg is pantsless. Okay, Greg and Sanjana are definitely eye-catching. No one even really looks up, pointedly ignoring anybody entering. It's quiet, it's grim, it's poorly lit. Everyone looks tired, miserable, probably on the later half of drunk. Also, unlike the chiseled jaw, everyone is armed. Cool. Sanjana looks at Greg. Are we doing this subtle? (sighs) Yeah, no, we have to. DM, I have a question. Yes. A lot has been going on. Has Bambi felt anything? You feel a biting on your lower lip. There aren't goosebumps yet, but you feel as though they're coming. Okay. Your move. Oh, oops. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's y'all's move, really. Yeah, I mean, Bambi's probably just gonna take six for this one, rather than taking point. I'm just gonna sit down, bangs the bar, and says, Beer. Cold as cold can get. Cold. (laughs) Let me see what I got. And he slow walks to the back. He opens up a little wooden cupboard. And there's just this pool of water underneath it. It, This is clearly an ice box that has long since run out of ice. Pulls out a room temperature bottle. Blows the dust off of it. And slides it toward you. I'll throw him a copper. Thank you. What do you have that's good? (laughs) Got nothing good. Got what we got. Do you know where I can find something else that's good? Something that doesn't necessarily go down my throat. Whoa, hold on. Get my drift. As your DM, I do not know what you are asking for. It could mean a lot of different things, but that's the purpose. And purpose is... He wants to know where the human trafficking is happening because it probably has to do with pirates. So this would be a coded message. Yeah. This would be the equivalent of deception check. So deception. Yeah, because you're not actually meaning what you say. You're disguising your words. Earl the 13. The old guy looks at you and he shrugs. Huh? Where would you come by something illegal in this town? Definitely not a cop. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. I look like a cop, totally old turtle. Hello, fellow teenagers. Where does the illicit activities happen around here? (laughs) Yeah. You can trust me. Hello, my old friend, underage drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, did you just quote Clone High? I love it. Yes, he got the reference. Wonderful. (laughs) I knew you were my people. Uh... All right. Greg is not doing well. So this is going to require a persuasion check. Okay. I have never seen you before. I rolled a 24. So what do you do to persuade this person? I gave him 10 gold. 
That's totally mine, too. So you push the 10 gold forward, and he places his hand on the bar, nonchalantly slides it toward himself. What sort of trouble are you planning? Do you know which crews are at the harbor? Do I look like the harbor master? Okay, maybe not, but look at this place. Who hangs here? He's pouring you a mug of basically salt water, but sure, it's ale. Yeah, ew. Many captains, many crew members. There are many of people. If you could narrow this down for me, I want to help you. A man with a burn scar on his face. Prince Zuko. Yeah. (laughs) He's riding with the Fire Nation? (laughs) His uncle can't find him. He's making mistakes. I love you guys. Ay, ay, ay. That's rough, buddy. I love it. <laughs> yes. You're funny. all monsters, except <laughs> you, Juan. <laughs> he starts to slide the gold back to you, looks down at it, slides the gold back toward himself. You can smell the wood burning. He is clearly thinking things over in his head. Detect thoughts. I cast detect thoughts. <laughs> Just surface level at this point. Definitely, definitely talking about Denozo, but if they're, if they're looking, looking for Denozo, then they're in some deep crap. crap. If, I if I give, give up Denozo, he'll, he'll come and kill me. If I don't give up Denozo, if I take the money, then he'll know someone was asking about him. But if I do tell them, then he'll definitely find out and he'll know I betrayed him. What's that smell? Where is Denozo? And I just stare at him, and I'm still detecting thoughts. Do you push deeper? I don't think I have to. He and his crew already shoved off, and he says out loud, I have not seen him this evening. Where did they shove off to? Cocks his head at you. <laughs> you. You're using that magic crap on me, I see. Listen. I'm listening. You're not going to be involved in any of this. I appreciate your assurances, but you are looking for a dangerous man. He's <laughs> a little crazy. And he does not like people who... Talk about him behind his back, you see. I have to look out for me and mine. But I will say, since you seem to already know, he pushed off about 20 minutes ago. He is either gone from town or something. All I know is that he came in, he yelled at his crew, and said something about Dual Island. That's all I remember. Did he take his whole crew with him? He's doing some mental arithmetic. I can still hear his thoughts, though, still. Yeah, he's thinking, uh, passed, passed out, out bastard. bastard. You say I am not involved. Exactly. After this, I've never seen you before. You were just giving me a drink. We were talking about the game ball. Huh. The Gamladina gondoliers, of course. Uh, Who else but the home team? <laughs> all right, all right. Good man. As long as you didn't say the dragons. The dragons. They'll never win the pennant. Gondoliers for the win. He pockets the ten gold, walks away, and gives a head nod to the back room door. I sip on my beer. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. I rolled a 16. Well, it's really salty. It does not taste good. And it's definitely not blood. But you swallow it and you suffer no ill effects from your specific dietary requirements. Mm. Ugh. Mm. 
mm, holding back the disgust because it tastes like raw garbage. Sanjana, Bambi, come here. What you need? There's a guy in the back. Part of his crew. Left behind? Allegedly. Sleeping it off. I want to kill him. I want to murder every single one of them. I don't even know if they're involved. Slow down, Speedy. Get the info first. Dead don't talk, usually. <laughs> Should we all go at once? That's subtle. <laughs> You're welcome to. Oh, hey. This is your friendly neighborhood surly turtle, Greg. And your social media manager, DeSombro. Just cutting in for a quick shameless self-promotion to tell you to like, share, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. To take part in polls or ask questions that you'd like us to answer in future Wine and Spirits episodes, or just to enjoy some spicy memes. To find all our handles in one convenient place, you can visit us on our website at rfedpod.com. If you like our show, sharing the show with your friends or leaving a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice will really help us grow and reach more people. And if you have a project or a business you'd like to promote on the show, reach out to us at rfedpod at gmail.com. This is Tommy speaking to the DM. We got the arsenic from Patsy's Potions. Yes, Patrizia, Patsy for short. Cool. <laughs> and Teddy's Taffy Emporium is Teodorio. So did we also get the round bottom flasks from Patsy's Potions? No, you got those from the Natural Philosophy Supply Superstore. And Tonsokolov. Okay, in that case, we'll go to Natural Philosophy first, and I'll pay for exactly what we got before. See, Tommy, this is why you pay the extra for the breakage insurance. <laughs> you asked if we wanted to pay for insurance, right? <laughs> I don't know if I did, but I probably should have. Oh, man. Do you want the protection plan? That <laughs> lightning's not going to strike twice. What's the worst that can happen? Lovely. Anytime that you're allocating a budget for a chemistry classroom, you have to include breakage every year. Well, it depends. How much is insurance? 20% of purchase price. Okay, 80 divided by 5 is... Lafu, quick, use the calculator. <laughs> We're looking for 20% of 80? So that'd be 16. I'll pay 96 school then. Perfect, subtracted from the sheet. My stocks are running low, good friend. Well, let's hope this is the last time we have to purchase these. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Martello, old friend. Goodbye, Adrian. We have to meet again. Next week, let's meet for drinks. I will hold you to this. <laughs> Until then, Arnold. All right, next shop. Dionisio, we're going to get the chalk. Dionisio's shop, Il Fandoria. Il Fandoria. Yeah, it's Italian for the foundry. Il Fandoria. Is this like a magic item store? Yes. Okay. It is. All right, let's walk in then. A gnome looks up from the counter, raises his hands. Welcome to Il Fandoria Magica. A pleasure, a pleasure. I give a gentle bow. I just look dashing. <laughs> As do I. Hello, friends. It's not a contest. <laughs> yeah. uh, try telling that to Banked. <laughs> We're here to buy two gallons of teleportation chalk sticks and also three advanced spellcaster component packs. 
two gallon. Indeed. You know how much this costs, yes? Are you sure you want this much? I have an idea. Thousands, correct? This is going to cost you 6,000. I have this much in stock. Okay. But this is my entire year's supply. Your year's supply? Goodness gracious. Yes, this is a year's supply. It's two gallons of chalk. Yes. This stuff, it takes a long time to manufacture. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is greatly appreciated. I, 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 well, uh, I would like to uh, see the money first. Uh, this is very important uh, before I just pull out two gallons of chalk. He's good for it. He has it in his specially designed pocket. <laughs> Actually, I've probably given it to LeFou to carry around mm. since he carries it. I imagine I've not been just carrying. Have I? I have no idea what you did. I pulled it out. You, he did pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yes, we have it, as you can see. This is, uh, <laughs> it is very rare that uh, someone uh, who wants to buy <laughs> two gallons of, of anything, uh, I will bring it right out. Excuse me. Runs to the back room, and he starts shouting in Gnomish. Some bleary-eyed kid comes out. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I forgot Martello actually speaks Gnomish. Oh. oh. <laughs> Stupid nephew. Stupid nephew, get out of here now! Count them on, count them on, count them on! He's calling his nephew stupid. Oh, that's not very nice. I hope the nephew one, two, three, <laughs> four. <laughs> um, I, I take a look around the rest of the store. This is a magic item store? or This is store? the magical foundry. A magical supply store. This has some magic items. Mostly utility stuff. No weapons and armors of that sort of thing. But okay. there are items on like high shelves. Well, high shelves for a gnome. But sure. hmm. I'm going to specifically look around for bag of holding, something like that. I'm going to call out to the nephew. <sighs> I lost count. What? Uh, a bag of holding? Oh, I, I just work here part-time. I don't know the stuff. I was going to count this. Ask my uncle. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, I, I think I think to, you picked up at 2.37 if you want to continue. I have to start over. It's, he's yelled at me too many times. He's like making little piles of 10. <laughs> 37, 29, 456. <laughs> like Marcello accidentally bumps into the table, knocking over the stacks. No. And now I have to start all over. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> and now it's four bells. He looks at you. Why? And then he sees like who you are. He's like, oh. Apologies, dear friend. And he like starts rummaging and he throws a little notebook down and like flips it over. Autograph? Of course. <laughs> I take it. And I t pick up a quill and I just draw a big X. <laughs> <laughs> I shall treasure it always. <laughs> of course. He just spells out the word autograph. <laughs> <laughs> now careful. That's a collector's item now. <laughs> okay. So the uncle returns from the back room. He's struggling with a sealed two-gallon bucket. He takes a hammer and he undoes a nail and undoes another nail. Opens the lid on it. Inside, there are these white with just this faintly green and just a little bit of sparkle in it. Rough-hewn little chalk squares. The bucket itself is round, but they've been stacked in such a way where you can reach in and you can pull out one or two in like vertically. I can put it on the scale for you. And he takes the bucket and he takes another empty bucket and he throws it on. Is he generally being genuine? 
That is an insight check. Sure. Instead of going and counting and doing the whole, you know, math and whatnot. He's making a big show of like the weights and measures thing. I'm, I'm sure. 19. He's generally being honest. I mean, it might not be all two gallons, but it's it's about that. It's what he has. Okay. It appears to me that this may not be everything that I'm asking for. So, before you say anything, could we barter to reduce the price if I also buy something else on top of that? I would gladly throw in the spell components for the free. Okay. The difference is made up. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. Could we reduce the price by a little bit? Because it appears to me that this is not the full two gallons. Persuasion, please. Sure. Does he have advantage for being with Martello? With the nephew, yes. With the old man, eh. Okay. That's fine. I got a nine. You wound me. You, you cannot find this anywhere else. This is, uh, this is only in my shop. You will never find anywhere else. Okay, well then I'll take what you have and the three advanced spell components for the 6,000 that we talked about. You take the food out of my nephew's mouth, but I do this for you. Thank you, Dionysia. At which point Martel leans over to the nephew's like, if you ever need to eat, you know, just come to the chiseled jaw. Saucer eyes. <gasps> really? Oh, crap, I lost count. <laughs> And he starts over in like a little stack of 10, like 10, 20. My nephew, he's, he's, he's a slow. You, you take your time. You, you peruse. You, you browse. It's, it's all right. It, it, this is going to take a while. Are we talking about like hours and hours and hours? Or are we talking about like minutes? Uh, we're talking like maybe 15, 20 minutes. Oh, okay, cool. Also, do you have something in stock? I, I heard something that exists, something called a bag of holding. Oh, I sold my last one this evening, but uh, I tell you what, let me check the back. And he comes back out rather quickly, actually. He throws down, it looks kind of like a messenger bag. From the outside, it looks like it's dusty and worn, but it's got very colorful embroidery. This is uh, not how you say a bag of holding. Uh, this is uh, the, the handy haversack. Haversack, sure. See, see, see. So, Scott. Yes. Because it's a magic item, it wouldn't melt, correct? That is true. How much is the haversack? So let me just quickly double check a thing, because I don't recall whether it is... I think it's uncommon. I'm not quite sure. I remember 3.5. It was two grand. But I need to look in 5th edition. Your DM is looking up your order. Thank you for remaining on the line. <laughs> it is a rare wondrous magical item which means that it is expensive. We're going to do this Moria style. Okay. The list price is 2,500 GP. Come back to me with another number. I'll say, sir, 2,500. I'm, I'm dropping a lot of gold into the, the chalk, buying out your entire year's supply on top of three spell components. Tell you what, how about we drop it down from 2,500 to 2,000? 2,000. May the fleas of a thousand camels take up residence in your loins. Okay, well, then what do you suggest? 2,400. 2,400 still a bit expensive, sir. How about we come to a nice balance between what you decided and what I decided? 2,250. 2,250. You spit in my eye with this number. May your chickens grow lips. <laughs> I don't have any chickens, sir. Oh, trust me, you don't want the chickens with lips. They cannot lay five dozen eggs. Also, chickens don't have lips. They will now. <laughs> Not with that attitude. 
<laughs> I'm assuming this means that none of you have actually played the old ASCII computer game Moria. I no. 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 It sounds familiar, but I've never played it. A reference I do not get. Uh had to happen eventually. Episode title? <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> never mind. I'm not gonna explain it. That just ruins the funniness of it. <laughs> when does explaining the joke ever ruin we it? will settle at 2275 final offer all right deal i don't hold out my hand but instead i cast mage hand so like a spectral hand appears and it will shake his hand he spits in his hand and he shakes on it i spit in the mage hand and i shake it but why don't you just shake his hand i'm gonna wink at martello and i'm gonna say i have a lot of other tricks up my sleeve in the back of Martello's head. I wanted to be friends, but is there more? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is what's going on in the back of Martello's head. I know out of character that is not the case. <laughs> A bisexual icon. <laughs> we stab. Yeah, I'm warning you right now. Banked is actually asexual, so uh, have fun. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be exciting. So 2275 it is, subtract it off, and you now are the proud owner of a lightly used handy haversack. Sure, and I will also subtract the 6,000. D- do a quick investigation check for me. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Actually, no. Knowledge history. Knowledge history. Knowledge history. It's just called history. Sorry. I forget. I was thinking 3.5. When I get something from a secondhand shop, first thing I do is go through the pocket. Yeah. There's something in the bag. That is a natural 20, sir. Yes. All right. So for a total of? Of 20. Oh, all right. What he finds in the bag. There's a bag of holding in the haversack. It is used. It is dusty. It is slightly fraying. But it's Gucci. Is it actually Gucci? Is it actually Gucci? Did we invent Gucci? Gucci is canon in Rockfall. Gucci is canon. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not only Greg has one, now Banked has one. Gucci, one of the few names Martello won't get wrong. <laughs> it's designer. Uh, it's not designer, it's DiGiorno. It's Dionisio. <laughs> it's not designer, it's Dionisio. Name of the episode. <laughs> I'm going to add the handy haversack to my equipment then. It's a messenger bag, so it's not like a backpack backpack. No, it's not a backpack backpack. It's a haversack. It's a messenger bag. Got it. Do an arcana check real quick. Sure. That's another natural 20. <laughs> oh my goodness. You just rolled double nats, like, all day. Yeah, I rolled two natural ones, one after the other, and then I rolled two natural 20s, one after the other. Now you're just going to roll straight 10s for the rest of the episode. <laughs> all I can think of is the Thanos meme, balanced as all things should be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, it's a handy haversack. There was a possibility that it was a bag of devouring, that thought had crossed your mind, but you double-checked it. It's a bag of holding. Okay. Uh, cool. Not bag of holding, sorry. It's a... It's, it's a uh, handy haversack. Handy haversack, yeah. Do I know how this works? You just put stuff in. That's all I know. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, in which case, uh, I'll just put all of the stuff that we've had thus far inside. Actually, you know what? No. With that Arcana check, you would know that it doesn't require attunement. You just put stuff in, and then you think of the item that you want with your hand inside of it, and then it's in your hand. Sure. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like you're never looking for your keys. You just think, keys, and the keys are in your hand. Can I technically do that with my mage hand? Because it's just thought? Rules as written? Yes. Okay. As long as it's under five pounds. 
because the mage hand can only carry five pounds. Question. Can I... This is getting really complicated. Can I use my mage hand to grab something and then grab my mage hand with my hand hand and then pull? I like the way you're thinking, but no. The spell only allows you to carry five pounds. I'm imagining that if it's more than that, the magical fingers like shadow. Oh, interesting. I was thinking of like a small bird carrying a giant coconut. Like it just, it just can't lift. Are these Africanized swallows or, or European swallows? I don't, I don't know that. What is the average <laughs> flying speed of an unladen swallow? <laughs> All right. So the money is counted. It looks like he had to use paper to keep track of where he was a couple of times, but he did it. 8,275 gold pieces later. Done and done. You have your two-gallon bucket of chalksticks sealed, rehammered shut. You have your handy haversack. You have your three advanced spell components pouches. And you have significantly less weight in gold. Is there anything else in the store that catches my eye? Give me an investigation check. Sure and sure. I mean, I guess I'll look around the shop too. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> it's a bunch of magic stuff, man. Oh, man. I'm sure something interesting would be here, but you still have a shopping list. And you are keeping track of how much you've already spent and how much yes. you have, right? Yeah. All right. Moving swiftly on. Thank you, Mr. Dionisio. Uh, the name of the store is called Il Fandoria. Is that correct? Il Fandoria Magica. Or Il Fandoria for short. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't really speak gnomish. Quite frankly, Gamladina is Venice, so they're all speaking stuff like that. But what are I they all gnomes, though? No, they're not all gnomes, no. So the gnomish is not Italian. Gnomish is not Italian, sorry, no. Cool, so let's go to Allegresso. Allegrezza shop. So Allegrezza shop is the Galleria dell'Astro. Once you are there, everything is clean, white, pristine. All of the wooden shelves and such are painted. There are glass cases with brilliant colors shining in the lamplight. Everything is very bright. Everything is very clean, very chic. And everything, absolutely everything, has a very big price tag. To find very big? As in displayed prominently, usually with a very high number attached to it. See. There's a big amethyst geode size of your body at the front, split in half with all that stuff. There are a whole bunch of jewelry quality, cut gems. There's a whole section that's just labeled spell component quality. Everything is sparkly. Everything is shiny. There are young dwarven ladies in black dresses with their hands folded neatly. And one of them comes up to you. Welcome to the Galleria del Astro. How may I help you today? Wow, it's a store of gleaming. There is a place in New York called the Astro Gallery. My wife and I have been there. It looks exactly like this place. Everything is expensive, and everything has a price tag. Oh, definitely. See, it's more scary when it doesn't have a price tag. Do the dwarven lasses have price tags? Nope, we're not going there. Perception check. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's so many things wrong with that. Moving forward. Honestly, Martello, I think that this is now your turn to charm some people. Why don't you put a good face on he does his most charming face with the crooked smile that gleams as brightly as his armor as he just gives the dwarven lasses a wink. She does that little coy foot kick. <laughs> I was hoping you would do me the favor of helping out my good friend here. Gentlemanly nod in her direction. All right, so what do you say? To whom? This young dwarven lass in a black dress who clearly works here. There's even like a name tag, Donatella or something. Who knows? Yeah, sure. Donatella. She's like, how may I help you? Well, yeah. Do you, do you want to take this? I'm not sure what you're trying to buy. Oh, that's exciting. Good evening. 
Miss, I'm 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 sorry. What was your name? I didn't catch it the first time. She like gestures to her name tag, Donatella, sir. Donatella, thank you. Uh, hello, Donatella. Yes, I'm here to purchase rather a large quantity of uh, high quality gems that you have here, and I show her the list of stuff. She looks at it for like one second, not paying too much attention at first, and then realizes that the list keeps going. And the farther down the list she goes, her facial expression goes from eyes narrowing to eyes wide to mouth agape. And when she gets to the very bottom of the page, her whole body tenses up. Excuse me a moment. And she fast walks to the back of the gallery. You're there for all of five seconds before this white-haired, sparkling dwarven woman, beard flowing in the wind, every inch of her has emeralds and rubies and sapphires and just the sparkliest, gaudiest stuff all sewn into her clothes, adorning her fingers, sewn into her lovely beard, held in little hair adornments. Majestic. She just slides to you with arms outstretched. Hello, hello, my darling. You've come to the right place. Gestures with her hand. Please follow me. And walks you back to the private room. Oh. Man, this keeps on happening. The private showing room. Uh, oh, even worse. <laughs> Donatella, Donatella, the box, please. Yes, ma'am. And she, like, disappears. Can I offer you something to drink? Some water, some wine, perhaps? We pride ourselves on quality service. If you don't mind, dear, I, I would love some sparkling water if you have it. I'll take some wine. Filarina! Filarina comes in. Sparkling water. Wine. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Disappears. About a minute later, she comes in with the glasses on the tray. Is there anything else that I can offer you? Uh, no, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. That will be all, Filarina. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and she's gone. Donatella comes back in, carrying a box. And Allegretta reaches in to her dress and pulls out a whole like jangly bit of keys. Each of the keys has a gemstone studded into it. And she unlocks the box and she opens it up to you. These are the large gems that were on your list. Diamond dust. No. No, no. Dust is in the magic corner. Sure. We're talking large gems, dear. What is it I'm looking at, Scott? I I'm trying to find that list. Yeah, they all say dust or powder. Oh, they do? Yeah. yeah. You said that the list is longer than what we see, but... I could have sworn that I had... Change the list, change the list, change the list. <laughs> you put one of those squished penny things on there, but didn't put solid gems. Thrilling content. DM checks his notes, checks his notes, checks his notes. This is what the people want to hear. Oh, yeah. Week after week. I thought there was, like, a big old sapphire or something. Guess not. In that case, rewind. <laughs> She opens up the box, and there's a set of calibrated weights and a deliciously gilded scale. She takes her time using her gem-studded nails to quickly put together this scale. It hangs the chains and the little, um, I can't remember what they're called, the little plates, yeah, on either side. And she takes out the two large weights, and she just eyes it. Then she takes the tweezers and puts the weights back in the case. It's calibrated. Now... I believe that you have a list. May I see it? Yes, please, if you don't mind taking a look. Of course, darling. And she gingerly takes the list with her fingernails, and she unfurls it with the gentlest taps of her thumb, and she looks it over. Hmm. Oh, my. Hmm. Then she looks down at the bottom of the list. 
Yeah, I know. We already got the taffy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't deal in squished pennies. No, no, no. I, I simply mean this part to this part here. And knowing that you have the greatest reputation for the highest quality materials, we came to you. My darling, flattery will get you everywhere. I know, absolutely it would. Clink my sparkling water glass. <laughs> Donatella, Donatella appears. See what we can fulfill of this list. Now, the metal powders, you know what to do. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to need to leave you waiting in here for, oh, give me 10, 15 minutes. We'll put all this together and we'll discuss afterwards. But may I just ask? Please. Though I do appreciate your accoutrements and your clothing, is this for you? Uh, no, this is not. This is for a uh, wizard that we know of. A wizard that you know of? Yes, we were sent across the land. We are, uh, at least I am a known diplomat. I was sent across the land to go fetch uh, a large sum of high-quality materials is why you see myself before you instead of some bookie in a library. Well, not to denigrate bookies. After all, they are wonderful customers and they always pay on time. Yes, but I am simply a lowly diplomat, you must understand. I see. Well, I'll be certain to make sure that everything on your list is taken care of. In the meantime, enjoy your beverages. Oh, and don't be afraid to just ask for anything. Thank you. You mentioned uh, wizard. Yes, yes, indeed. Out of curiosity, does a wizard have a name? Yes, he does. In fact, his name is Falrosian. He's he's a nice guy. I think you'd like him. Perception check. Sure. His name is DJ Khaled. So <laughs> fifteen. All right, time for me to roll my insight. Okay, I believe you. Falrosian. That's his name. I'm going to write it down so I can make sure I get it wrong later. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best that's ever. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Rocks Fall, Everyone Dies. It would really help us if you subscribe, share, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Our theme music is by Taylor Calise. Additional sound effects courtesy of Zapsplat.com. And our thumbnail art is by John Bliss. Find more of his work on Twitter at John Blissart. Our episodes are produced by me and co-edited by our resident Mushroom Jin, who streams on twitch.tv slash phantomquip. Our social media manager is our favorite surly turtle, Sombra. You can find all of our social media handles and full show notes on our website, rfedpod.com. 